0: Welcome back to PR After Hours. I'm your host, Alex Greenwood, bringing you your weekly cocktail of PR and marketing tips that will help you and your business. We'll continue our interview right after this message. you think about the modern customer journey, there's a lot of different moving pieces, and I think that everybody has a different take on it. Uh, Here I am, a public relations guy, I probably have a different customer journey uh, outlook and thought plan to a marketer, and that's why I'm very excited to have somebody here who is frankly too busy to even be on this show. He's one of those people, you read what they're doing online, and you just get tired reading it, because it's like, does this guy ever sleep? What is he doing? Oh my gosh, listen, We're excited and lucky to have Ryan Mason with us today. He is the founder and CEO behind Lux Brand, America's leading luxury shoelace provider and BizBuzz, which provides integrated marketing automation software and services for more than 250 small and medium-sized businesses. You know, I may have to hire this guy. And beyond that, though, his price had probably just gone up because Yahoo Finance just named him one of the top 12 entrepreneurs to watch for 2020. He's up there with some pretty uh, big company, too. So we're very excited to have him here in the virtual lounge. Ryan Mason, welcome to PR After Hours.
1: Alex, oh my goodness, it's a pleasure. Hey, that was a wonderful introduction. (laughs) I mean, can I clip that and use that in other places? But oh my goodness, thank you so much. Excited to be here. You can use it anytime you want, Ryan. I'm (laughs) very excited to have
0: you here. I got to ask you, and I know you get this a lot, but I think it's important because I've read a little bit about your stories. Is is there any way you could just kind of encapsulate your journey to where you are now, and then we can get into the modern customer journey?
1: Sure, sure. So, um, you know, I, basically for me, you know, I, I, my background goes back to, you know, my college days. So for me, I come from a very um, well-rounded, athletically inclined family. Um, most of my like my family played football. My father, he actually uh, played professional football for the Green Bay Packers. And I had a younger brother who's followed in my, you know, he was always on my coattail. So for me, my story kind of goes a little like this. Um, So I ended up, my biggest dream was to literally go on and follow my father's footsteps. You know, I wanted to go on and go to the next level and play professional football, but that didn't actually happen. You know, um, of course, growing up, we always think that our life is going to go a certain way, but life is not linear, guys. So for me, um, you know, I was the guy who was literally um, just performing. My dad always told me, all you have to do is perform, the rest will, will happen later. And I did just that. So for me, I would go to these these really big um, camps like Alabama and Auburn and Tennessee and all these different places. And it's so funny because now, you know, a time in my life where I was just like, oh my God, um, this is, you know, this is the dream where I would basically look at a guy and I would look him up and down and I would literally run circles around him. But when I stood right next to him, he would be 6'5", and here I am (laughs) 5'11". So that was a big difference, right? So I tell that story jokingly now, but it was a really, really um, crucial part of my life because that led me to following in the entrepreneur journey. But basically, to make a long story short, I went on to college. I ended up receiving only one offer um, after, literally breaking records for the state. And that was the University of North Alabama. And this was in my head at the time, the worst thing that can possibly happen, because I thought I was going to go to the, one of the big schools, right. Um, but it happened to be one of the best things that happened for me. And I'll tell you why. But basically, after that, um, about two or three years in, I started to realize that, you know, hey, this isn't really working the way that I thought it would be. I was on scholarship, fortunately, but I also had felt like it was a burden to me. Um, I felt like all the energy that I had, all of the uh, focus, I could use that focus in something else in life. Um, Didn't quite know what it was, didn't realize it was going to be a business or a couple of businesses later on, but at the time, you know, I felt deep down in my heart that God was really pushing me somewhere else, and You know, um, I was able to accept that after months and months and months of, you know, feeling like, oh, I'm going to be a failure or, oh, people are going to think I flunked out of school if I get rid of this scholarship. (laughs) Um, But basically that kind of really led me into finding a way to convince my peers and my family that leaving a scholarship was something that is okay to do and we can actually achieve things, you know, from something that is kind of out of the norm so basically from there i decided to leave a scholarship after a long 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 conversations and basically that is when the entrepreneurial journey began for me
0: is that all You know, Ryan, you know, it's, I get that. I get that. It's not on the same level, but we, it's like you said, we all have this vision when we're younger about, right. Oh, this is how my life's going to be. And then you, of course, you got your dad, you know, I mean, right. that's just, you know, he's, he's achieved on that level and you want that so right. much. And, exactly. um, but, but I think you're right. You know, the, the, the trick, the trick is to not uh, you can be disappointed for a little while, I think, but the trick is to right. use that energy To propel you forward, and it's it's obvious that's what you've done. So I again, thanks for being here on the show. I wanted to ask you now. Let's talk. uh, You're you're a digital marketer. Um, You obviously obviously started your own company or two. Tell us a little bit about what you perceive to be the modern customer journey. Where's where is it going right
1: now? Absolutely. So right now, you know, basically since COVID, things have literally changed overnight, and it is very um, a very real situation that we may wake up tomorrow and it's changed again. Right. So. Um welcome to 2020, guys. But right. hey, um the modern customer journey has changed, you know, and basically for for local businesses and, and small businesses alike, you know, the thanks to how quickly people can really discover information, yeah. Your customers way know way more about your business before they even consider stepping foot in the door, right? Right. So they all have that. Right in front of them at every second of the day, which is their cell phones, so that is how it's changed you know in a lot of cases, you think about um you know the way things used to be you know you used to have you know things like billboards and t v and and all these kind of things like you know yellow pages the, these kind of phone books and stuff like that. those things have not gone away completely, but now they're just being supplemented by digital stimulus you know you got things like um Text loyalty programs, email marketing programs, you have ads, you know social media ads, google ads and and there's a ton of different things that are relevant now that has basically you know allowed us to get more and more access to everything we need right in front of us
0: yeah. So we're all kind of tied in here, like you said, we're most of us, not all, but most of us, I think, to a larger degree, at least more homebound than ever. So, yeah, our our vital link is the cell phone. Do you think that uh, along this customer journey then, though, are there a lot of uh, dead ends for uh, business people who are trying to attract customers? Do you think people are just kind of surfing brands just because they're bored and have really no intention to buy? Any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, well, you know, in some cases, I think that it, that does happen. Um, I think it's very easy for us to go along down a rabbit hole, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we got to think about this. You know, we got to really put ourselves in the customer's shoes. You know, how often do we actually begin to get on social media for one simple reason, looking for something? And then next thing you know, we go off on a tangent. And uh, two hours later, <laughs> we finally get the idea, hey, I was looking for something, <laughs> you know. So I think that is very relevant. Yes, people yeah. do do that, and it, and it and it does happen often.
0: Yeah, yeah. I find myself doing that more and more. It's to me, I think it's the it's the modern version of what room did I leave my keys in? I don't know if you do that, but <laughs> yeah, that's that's the story of my life. I've just spent. I think I do spend about a quarter of every waking day looking for my keys, even though I'm not going anywhere because of COVID. It's it's crazy,
1: right? <laughs> I mean, hey, you and me right. both. <laughs> it's it, good to it's know only- that. It's between one and 10 places.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to break it down a little for us? What advice would you be giving folks listening in who are, and basically folks who listen to this show, they're PR people, they're marketing people and they're small right. business owners. So what right. advice would you give them to get through on COVID?
1: Right, right. So some of the things that I, I would literally um, like to expound upon is that journey, right? So, mm. There's basically five areas in that journey, okay? We have awareness, we have listings, we have reputation, conversion, and also advocacy, okay? So, basically, the first four stages are pre-purchase, and the last stage is what happens after they've purchased, right, Um, or after they've decided to convert, okay? Now, if we think about this, what this usually looks like is the first thing that normally happens is a customer will actually – spark some type, they'll have some type of interest, or they'll have some type of, you know, interest in what you're doing, um, your service. Maybe they've heard it from, you know, a friend or a family member, or maybe they've seen some type of ad somewhere. Usually that's the first stage, right? And in the past, what would usually happen is immediately after that, they would literally head right over to the business without doing research and then decide to, to, to buy or, or not, right? Well, right. there's a couple of things that is different now that you really have to be aware of, right? So the next thing is what usually happens is a customer is going to pull out their phone or if they're by desktop and they're going to search for that business. True. And that's where listings is important. You want to make sure that your business is actually listed and findable because basically we got to give, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, your physical landscape or your digital landscape is just as important as your physical landscape. All right. Right. It's very relevant in 2020. Okay, so some of the things, you know, you have um, GPS. You have Google, obviously, and the other search engine providers, but those aren't the only places. Now you have Amazon, Alexa, and other voice search. You have apps. You have tons of other places where your business information can be found. Okay? Right. So once that customer usually finds your information, what they do next is they do their research. So, yeah. in yeah. almost every single case, if you think about this, Think about the last time that you have purchased from Amazon. I Yesterday. think right now, I think we've all purchased at Amazon at this from Amazon at this point. Right. Uh, shout out to Jeff Bezos. I just saw him um, literally cross the 200 billion dollar mark about two days ago. <laughs> um, but we've all used Amazon, and I can guarantee you, what we're gonna do when we get to Amazon is we're gonna compare um, our choices. We're yeah. going to look at the reviews. We're going to look at the images. We're going to see what people are saying about the, uh, about the product, right? So I want you to think about this, Alex. You know, word of mouth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The way word of mouth used to work is you go into a room or and – I'm, I'm just going to give you a picture. But you go into a room and then you can possibly – if there's 100 people in that room, you could possibly get to a certain amount of people in that room, right? Right. Um, and basically tell them about your service. Maybe they can experience it. They can let you know if they, they love it or they dislike it. Okay. And where will travel from there. Well, the difference now is that when you have uh, word of mouth or reviews online, anyone can access that information. Truth. Truth. Anyone can access that. And anyone can make a decision based off of what some of the people who have bought from you is saying. Okay. So this is something we have to be aware of, right? So once they have done that research, the next mm-hmm. thing um is basically usually in most cases, you know, if you don't have the, like I said before, your digital landscape is just as important as your physical landscape, usually they're going to your website or yeah. a place where they can convert, okay? So this is something we got to make sure that the website is fine-tuned, um it's easily accessible, it's mobile friendly, and obviously it's functioning so that they can make a quick purchase, um, you know, right from their phone or wherever they are. And it's so funny because I keep referencing Amazon because they obviously it's Amazon, right? Well, the thing is Amazon literally, I can go and find a product and I can click one button and literally I get the confirmation. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I just spent $80. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
0: By the way, and I, I mean folks, uh people listening to the show know I'm not immune to a cocktail every now and then. Put the phone away. Do not get on Amazon when you're cocktailing. I'm just don't, don't do it. You're cause you're gonna that box will show up in a day or two if you're a Prime member and then uh-huh. you get the stink eye from your wife. Your wife's yep. like, What is that? Why do you have leopard print boxers? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Hey, I think that's the best advice we got all day. That is great. That is true. Stay away from it. Uh.
0: <laughs> well, let me, let me, let me, can I stop you there? I want to ask you as a yeah. business owner, about, can we go to Lux for the, the shoelaces? Are, that's yeah, that's sure. a going concern. Now, do, are they available through Amazon? Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. How do you feel about that as a business owner? Do you, do you get the same margins if they buy it through Amazon as if they bought it directly from you or other retailers?
1: Right, so they they take a slight uh, bit of margin, um, but you know you you just get access to oh my goodness, I mean, everybody. Think, yeah, think about this. Think about starting a, a, a you know e-commerce business and putting up a website. As we know, it takes time to build the you know traffic to that site. All right. Um, and in most cases, early on, you got to pay for a lot of that tra- traffic to come, right? Whether right. that's SEO or ads or something like that or PR, um, you got to pay for that stuff, right? Right. right? Well, if you think about this, if you can go put your product on Amazon and get a couple of sales um, in a very quick period of time, like there is a chance that Amazon will kind of they'll boost your product. And if you do so well in a short period of time, they will promote it for you. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, because you become, you become for them kind of a, uh, that's I, how they make people.
1: their money. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, they're like, wait, this is what people want. Well, then let's bump it up to the top. That's
1: right. Exactly. Well, it's the same
0: thing. Right. Because I write books. And when my, you know, when your uh, your reviews are good and then you people yep. you get sales. It's funny. It's like, it's like you, you succeed when you succeed. It's like, but yeah, but how do you succeed? Well, you just got to hope you can succeed. And there's like, you just said succeed three times. I'm like, I know that means I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but that's when it comes to Amazon's algorithm. I don't, but, but you, I think you yeah. come the closest to explaining it. It's just, if, if you're starting to, to break through with people, they're going to help you. Right. Probably. Right. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to take you off the track because I know you're talking, there's there's five, four or five things here we're talking about, but I wanted to, I just wanted to go off for a second and ask you as a business owner what you thought about.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sure. So the last thing that we talked about was the point of conversion, you know, mm-hmm. where basically you're exchanging value. Okay. So once that customer has become your customer, we, we get into that last stage, which is the stage of advocacy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in that stage, there's a, a couple of key things that you want to happen, right? You mm-hmm. want a happy customer, but you also want that customer to tell others about you. You know, you want them to share the experience. And you have to be very, very, um, how do I say this? You have to be, instead of reactive, you have to be proactive and asking them to do so um, at the right timing, right? Right, so, right. And that helps you get more clients. And that's usually the easiest way to get to build your business and get more clients through referrals, you know. Yeah. Um, so basically, it, it, it's that—that's the modern customer journey, and you know, those are <laughs> those are things that you have to really think about um, doing at every single stage. And it's important that you literally win at all those stages.
0: Right. You can't. You can't have actually excuse me on any of those you've got to do, you've got to do them all equally well um let me ask you about i think it was number two about about your online your location one thing i did early on and my i've been in this company my company my pr business not the podcast but my pr business mm-hmm. has been in since january of uh 2010 and one of the things i did i'm a pretty i'm pretty well an early adopter of a lot of things doesn't mean obviously well, that i, I get, get rich I, I, i'm an early adopter but i'm also an early quitter that's my problem i don't <laughs> Dude, I had a podcast in 2006, and if I kept it going by now, I wouldn't be Joe Rogan, but I'd be probably making a nice living off of it. But after about four years, I was like, I'm kind of tired of this. I'm going to quit. <laughs> it's just, I, my timing has always been bad. You know, anyway, anyway, that's, we're not here to talk about me, though. So <laughs> one of the things I did do, though, Ryan, um, mm-hmm. I, I saw Google, and you know, the Google business listings, when, yeah. remember when those first popped up? I'm like, punch your business in here and i yep. just did it right and i had i had i've had friends for years ago was that i'm like but doing that and that's back when i had office space and staff and all right. that stuff so you you tie it to your location right
1: right and,
0: and it's it also but i had an seo guy look at me and he goes you know you write a good blog and you're you're constantly doing that and that helps but he says this this google business thing has probably saved your bacon more times than you'll ever know
1: yeah to get found so true. right so, yeah. let me ask, so
0: i want to ask you maybe you don't know but so we went from <laughs> Brick and mortar. Um, after about you know, we started virtual, went brick and mortar for three or four years, and then went back to virtual. And I don't, I no longer have a actual physical location because I don't, I work from home and I do not want my house, you know, posted up online. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't want people to knock on my door, not, yeah, because you know, people are are dying to knock on my door and say, Can I have some PR? But you still, of course. So, I want to ask you, do you know this? And maybe I, Mm -hmm. maybe it's a silly question, but. Uh, it seems like though, uh, if you, if you are working virtually, does that limit the the strength of a Google business listing? Because every time I go back and look at it and maybe I'm wrong, I don't see much help for people who don't, mm-hmm. who don't have brick and mortar.
1: Yeah. So good question, by the way. Um, and you. yes, it does limit the strength a little bit, right? So Google my Business is is more so for local businesses who are covering uh you know, a a local community, right? So there's two options. You can obviously, you can list that business, but you also can conceal that address and mark yourself as a service-based business. Therefore, yeah, therefore you can actually cover, you know, let's just say 30 miles around where you're located. Maybe that's the only place you service, or maybe, you know, 60 miles. You can actually mark that so that um, people within that parameter will... Likely, likely see your information.
0: Okay, so so put in your home address, but then that's so that Google has a frame of reference, but then you hide it from...
1: You can mark it as a service-based business.
0: This is uh, yet another reason why Ryan Mason is one of the top 12 <laughs> to watch according to Yahoo Finance. I don't know if you caught that, folks. Um, Ryan... Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I... Well, look at me, I've eaten up so much of our time, and I, I, don't, I didn't want to keep you because I know how busy you are, but if you don't mind, mm-hmm. before we go, um, do you have some secret sauce? I mean, I notice you're a speaker. I, I assume you're like me. I'm a speaker too, but I don't right. go speaking much lately. But is there some secret sauce? I, there's something I always give away, uh, something that frankly is valuable beyond my opinions, but something that's really useful. You already kind of did with the Google My Business, but there's got to be something bigger. Any secret sauce you want to offer our listeners?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's two things, right? Okay. ooh, for the price of one. we got two goodies, okay? So um, we talk about the customer journey, okay? So what BizBuzz has done, um, especially since the the pandemic has happened and COVID-19, we have basically worked really, really hard to provide a free, a completely free suite of tools and marketing software to help you be successful at every single stage of that journey. Okay. So what this looks like is, you know, when when building your business and trying to market it, there's about there's about 80 different things that you could possibly do within that customer journey to to get new customers, right? And also service those customers who have already purchased for you, right? But what we've done is we've compiled most of that into one single platform. Okay. Oh. And and basically what this looks like is let's say awareness, right? Let's say if you're running ads, well, well, basically, we have ad ad calculators. You can plug in all your ads so that basically you can see where the best spend is and make educated decisions on to what to do next. Um, on the listing side, basically, you have literally all of your listings for your industry in one place, and you can correct those and correct those in, at scale, right? Whoa. So you don't have to. Yeah, so you don't have to go to Google, then go to Yelp, then go to Apple Maps, and then go to um, you know. Yahoo. You can all do that from one platform. Um, Even the reputation piece, right? So you can manage your competitors and and what's happening with their business, but also your own reputation and what reviews you have. So whether it's Facebook reviews, Yelp reviews, Google reviews, Better Business, Bureau reviews, all of that comes into this one platform. You can actually manage those reviews. You can actually, um, you know, respond and share those reviews um, on social. So there's also a social media marketing tool where you can schedule all your posts out as well um, and literally set it and forget it. (laughs) Um, And then also, one of the biggest things that we have is um, the one-click website. So literally, if you're looking to build your website, the way this works is it literally connects to Facebook. So if you have your Facebook business profile, It'll literally pull all of that information into one website for you. So you don't have to build a website anymore. <laughs> um, where were and, you
0: 10 years ago, man? I'm serious. <laughs> I know,
1: <right? laughs> You're in college. I <laughs> should have been born a little earlier, right? <laughs> um, but, and then the last piece is the advocacy where we actually have, you know, email marketing um, solutions as well as CRM systems to where you can actually um, – very easily manage the customer relationship. So all of this is in our platform. At um, you can actually go to RyanDmason.com, mm-hmm. and it'll give you two. It'll give you a couple of options. If you hit get get started for free, it'll, it'll take you over to the BizBuzz website, and then gotcha. you can just fill out that form. All right, and once you fill out that form, you'll have access, and you can go in and get started and go from there. The second thing. Um, is a book, so I really believe. Yeah, hey, you're a book writer. I know it. <laughs> so I believe in people, process, and platform. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the right people generate leads. They right. build processes, but ultimately they they use these processes and they use systems or, or the platform to do it at scale. Okay, right. So the right people follow process and they use platform to do it at scale. Okay. So with that being said, you know, I didn't want to just only create software. I also wanted to do services as well and formulate the process. So some of the things that I've been able to do um, is basically not only with my business and Good Morning America and NFL Network and stuff like that, but I've also had a lot of success with my clients. And basically I've brain dumped everything that I've, I've done all into this book. So it's like a workbook, and it's called The Digital Playbook, secrets to building repeatable revenue, all right? So basically, in this workbook um, or in this book, it's going to go into the six phases that it takes to build a business, all right? It's going to go into through digital marketing. It's going to go into the first phase one. It's going to be analytics. So basically, it's going to teach you how to create your Google Analytics, your Google My Business, all of this analytics, because when you start to grow, you need to understand where you can you need to cut bait and where you don't need to cut bait, right? Or yeah, where you need right. to amplify. So it's going to go into that. Then it's going to go into the goals, um, your content strategy, why, how, and what, how to connect with the audience, how to build content. And then also it's going to go into targeting. So we're going to teach you how to narrow down your audiences, okay? Um, and then from there, it's going to go into amplification, which is combining and packaging all of that together, the word of mouth, the positive reviews. And then it's gonna teach you how to optimize all of that information. So it's about 80 pages, but all of that is in the book. And actually, if you go to ryandmason.com, you can scroll down about middle of the page and you can get early access. So it's gonna be releasing in November, but go ahead and sign up for early access now.
0: Okay, uh, see folks, when I introduced this gentleman, I knew I was gonna get some value out of it because he's one of the top 12, et cetera. But I mean, man, I didn't know we were gonna get this. So this is, 50. now, let me ask you some. So it's uh, yes, let's sir. go back to the the first thing. The, mm-hmm. the, suite, the basically this whole suite of stuff you're offering businesses.
1: Right, biz um, buzz. Can, right.
0: Biz buzz. You can try it for free, and then when we when we fall in love with it, that's when you get us. So 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 is there a monthly deal or is it an annual deal or do you offer both things or?
1: Yeah, we offer both. We offer both. That's cool. yes. Okay. Correct.
0: So Correct. it's affordable, I'm sure to get you in the door and, and get you going. But um, I'm going to check this out. I like this. I love the idea of having everything in one place. I get so tired of having to go look for different apps and, and match yeah, things up. Absolutely. And I, I, I guess you can see that as well. And it, yeah, we, we got to get the book. So it's, I'm excited about all this. And we're going to have links to all of this stuff in the show notes yes. so just make sure you go to prafterhours.com and there's this wonderful show notes you're, you're going to see a lovely picture of this gentleman you're going to see more um and just go look there and of course you can go look uh, for uh, previous shows and stuff like that although it's going to be hard to beat this one so ryan <laughs> before we go and before uh before uh, we both head off into what's uh, what's left of 2020 which unfortunately there's a lot more to go right. um any 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 other parting wisdom before we uh, we say good night
1: yeah, you know, I, I think one of the biggest things for me, you know, and I live my life by this, this quote here, all right? And basically, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So surround yourselves by people who are doers and people who are going to help you and inspire you, and you turn around and you do the same thing for others.
0: I, I think that's beautiful and true, and I can tell you I'm never in the wrong room. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not.
1: Hey, um, that's a good place to be, right?
0: <laughs> Ryan Mason, I have a feeling. I have a feeling one day I can say I knew him when. Uh, I mean, you're already just going great guns, and it's just an honor to have you on the show. And I, uh, folks behind the scenes, we had like a couple of missed opportunities. He had some issues, and I had some issues, and you know, we we finally got together. I'm glad we did because sometimes these things fall mm-hmm. through the cracks. And I am so blessed to have met you. And I think our listeners are Thanks. really going to enjoy it. So, Ryan, best of luck in all your future endeavors. And and of course, the door is always open here at the Virtual lounge.
1: Thank you, sir. Excited.
0: Oh, you know what that means? Looks like it's last call here at your virtual lounge for PR news views and interviews. Don't forget, you can ask me a question anytime. You can do it through our Twitter account, which is at or even better, you can send me a message vocally. I would love to hear your voice, and I'll answer it on the show. There's a link in the show notes. All you have to do is sign up through Anchor FM. It's free. It doesn't take long, and you record your message. I get the message. I will play your audio. Just give me your first name and the city you live in, and then I will answer the question to the best of my ability right here on the show. Don't forget, to, if you're enjoying this podcast, you can support it and help increase the frequency and value of the show just consider being a sponsor for your brand or your agency or just yourself because you're like, I like this show. Or just drop a few coins in the virtual tip jar. Either way, there's links in the show notes. Please check that out. All of that, of course, being in the show notes where you're listening right now or at prafterhours.com. I see that they're turning up the lights. Last call is over, and I've got to clean up this virtual lounge. And until next time, I'm Alex Greenwood, and you've been listening to PR After Hours on Anchor FM.